0: Sometimes I wonder why I'm just so blessed. Nobody, like, bye, God bye. really just keep bye. on blessing me, and it's not fair to you, hoe. Nigga, what the fuck do I look like a walk in the park, bitch? You got to pay for this. Take your fucking drives off, nigga. Get in this bitch. Bye. Y'all fucking it up for bitches like me. Bad bitch. Bitches are self-esteem. Yes, I indulge in talking shit. Do I have the facts to back this up? I want to welcome you guys back to the Diamonds Dosage podcast. Today we are doing something a little different. Um, we are ending the season, and I want to thank every single person who tuned in. Um, if you haven't tuned in, this is your first time tuning in. Make sure you check out those other episodes, especially the last one we just released because it did it, it did its thing. But today we're doing the last episode, and it's going to be something fun, something enjoyable, and I'm so excited to have everyone here um this is the the director's cut and i am sitting with the director ty ty is my branding manager and i've known her for about two years um yeah, this is my girl. She holds down my branding components. So like my marketing, like if you see like how my visuals look, my photo shoots. She's a photographer as well. Um, she keeps me very organized because, Lord, everybody <laughs> knows I am not an organized person. But Ty holds that part
1: down. Um, Ty, do you want to
0: introduce yourself a little bit more?
1: Oh my God, I'm so used to being in the background. So this is completely, this is really different for me. Um, hi guys, I am Ty and I'm her brand manager um, and I am a brand consultant strategist. I do so many different things. I'm an educator. Um, I am a photographer. Uh, I produce the podcast um, and I direct shows, so many different things. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice to be, here and because I'm always listening, so it's nice to be on here and talking and shit.
0: She's always listening and nodding and, 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 and the faces in the, the back. Right. The really <laughs> so, today, guys, we are doing two different segments for the podcast. It's something really fun, like an ambush se- a segment, which is Ty's gonna be asking me questions about my personal life. And if you know me long, <laughs> you know I don't like opening up. Only when I feel comfortable and safe, but I guess I love y'all. So today I'm going to open up a little bit. And then I am actually doing an X diamonds dosage segment where my supporters submitted some questions that they want me to answer. And I'm scared (laughs) because I was reviewing the questions before I got here. Like, Lord, (laughs) ciao. Okay, (laughs) but we're going to get started with Ty's segment first. So stay tuned.
1: So I want y'all to keep in mind before I ask her these questions that she does not know any of them. So her reactions are first come first serve with all this shit. So this is going to be fucking hilarious, especially Ah. Diamond know how deep I can get. She called me Dr. Phil all the fucking time because I'm a Virgo Um, and I'm always trying to get to the center of everything. Okay, so the first question I want to come out heavy and with a bang so we can get used to everything. Okay, so what is your favorite sexual position? (laughs) We got to start crazy
0: of my friends <laughs> <laughs> I really like to have sex from the back. I really do like I'm sorry. Y'all was expecting me to say miss- missionary? No, please Beach. beat this shit up from the back, nigga. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
0: and I and I know I love it. Especially you. like if your penis isn't that big, please like fuck her from the back. I'm not saying I fuck with little dick niggas, but... (laughs) I'm just giving y'all a little little help right there. (laughs) Okay. Big niggas. Big dicks only, please. I'm sorry, Ty. Go ahead. Right.
1: Okay, what are your love languages?
0: Oh, my God. So, if you don't know what love languages are, go do your little research. We have about five or six of them, I believe. Yep. And mine, um, personally, would be affirmation and quality time, like... I love words of affirmation, like, because words are so powerful to me. So tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me I'm doing a great job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Tell me, like, speak to me. Use your words. And quality time, of course. Like, I just have to spend that time with my partner. But not too much because I hate clingy niggas. I hate them clingy. Mm -hmm. Like, don't you got something to do? I hate clingy niggas. I really do. That is true. So affirmation and quality time. That's an easy question. Okay.
1: Are you a relationship person or a casual um, dater? In the
0: crowd. Am I a relationship person? I am definitely not really a relationship type of girl. Like I like to see me and dating are so weird. Like mm-hmm. I think I need to go to therapy
1: because it's like I really just <sighs> Are you afraid of them or is it just like... Am oh, I afraid of dickless? Thing. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's no, you have the wrong diamond. Thank you. Um,
0: no, like I have a really bad problem, like being vulnerable or not even vulnerable, but it's like really, I'm really nitpicky. Like I'm very picky when it comes to dating. Yeah. So like you do one thing that turns me off and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, so I'm very much so a casual dater, but like if I do find that right person to settle down with, then of course I'm a relationship type of girl. Like I
1: know, like, when I'm in love, I'm in love. Yeah, you love very hard. I love very Diamond hard. Diamond loves very hard. you don't know, very like, hard. She's riding for you, she's riding for you. Preview. If you don't like you, then you might it's as well really die. Fuck you. <laughs> like, she's just like, fuck that bitch because she <laughs> Um. Okay, so how does a man approach Diamond? Like, what is the way you like, okay, I like that? um
0: that is a really good question because it really is all about how you approach someone Mm -hmm. and it's like once you get me like i need you to continue to do the things that you did to get me um how you approach me really matters like the language like can you spell um (laughs) (laughs) i honestly um don't really do like the social media thing like i don't
1: like don't slide in the dms
0: yeah Like catch me in real life. I like men that approach me in real life. I need to see your, you know, your social cues. Like, are you this awkward ass motherfucker, or do you have a little swag with you? Like, what's your demeanor? Um, so when you approach me, don't be like, don't call me baby because that ain't my name. Fuck. Don't touch me because you don't know me. Period. Um, be polite. Like, don't actually don't even let me sweat you. I like, I like. Oh, he just said hey and love. Oh, who the fuck is this nigga? Like, I like that chase a little bit. Um, it's a little sick, but I do. Um, but don't do too much. Okay. Never do too much. Never just be like, like it's gonna happen. Like you're entitled to my time type of shit. Less is more with Less me. is you like very much intrigued. more. Yes. Like I wanna be intrigued. I wanna leave, leave me with a little taste in my mouth.
1: Oh. I mean and I, <laughs> okay. And we gonna end that one right there. Okay. So what are three facts that people don't know about you? Three facts that people do not know about me. I remember I asked you this one day with five and I was just like, what the fuck? And they were really good. Oh my fucking God, really what good. were they? Dude, it was. Ugh, I don't even I didn't anything.
0: get my driver's license until I was like 20. I never took a driver's ed class. So that uh, probably, <laughs> that's probably why I drive how I drive right now. Um... <laughs> I got hit with a bike when I was like 10 years old. I like, got hit with a
1: bike too. <laughs> Knock my fucking teeth out. Oh, your teeth got knocked out, so- <laughs> Yes. Okay, Jewel Santana. i was just kidding. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, and I was like really scared. I got hit with a bike, y'all, and I didn't even say anything. I just went home. <laughs> and ate dinner (laughs) they beat my ass Rashida I was so embarrassed to get hit by a bike like that's like dropping spaghetti out of your book bag in school like you know you ever seen that meme like why the fuck do you have spaghetti (laughs) in your book bag (laughs) but I got hit by a bike and I was just like really embarrassed Uh and one more I, like, completely, like, damn near failed my first year of college. My GPA was, like, a 1.5. I don't know. Like, when I went away to college, Mm -hmm. it was just, like, really new to me. Mm -hmm. And I, like, never went to class. So, but I ended up graduating with, like, a 3.5 because I'm that girl. Period. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I damn near flunked out of my freshman year of college. Why do you think that is, though? I don't know because I always excelled in school so I have no clue as to like why the I was going through like a relationship breakup like a lot of shit was happening Mm -hmm. so like my friendships were changing like things were happening it was just like yeah I didn't know how to deal with that so I didn't go to class and it's such a transition for a lot of people with high school
1: you're just like I don't know what the fuck's going on I mean I'm trying damn right right okay so yeah it was weird okay so what are your hobbies outside of blogging and blogging is more of a career for you, but, like, what are you doing? Like, I'm just, like, at home I, really, I really,
0: really, 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 really like to smoke weed. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, okay. Um, I love hanging with my friends. Okay. I think that's a hobby shit.
1: Um... I have stumped her. She don't you even really have stumped me because
0: I really don't do much. People think I like live this lavish ass life. Okay. I really don't even do much, but um, I like to party too. I can't lie. I like to get drunk. Uh, yep. I like to journal though like I really love journaling now like in this new phase of my life where it's just like I just be writing down like what I'm grateful for repeating my affirmations I feel like that's a hobby to me yep. just getting really more in tune with manifestation and meditating
1: yes Um. so I've been doing that as of lately like you're forgetting the biggest one that you always talk about you talk about this all the time with everybody that you come across I'm reading yes yes that was it I definitely read a lot. So I don't even know how I forgot that one. This bitch recommends books whenever you You like, hey, Dan, how you doing? So you need to fucking read this book and download it right now. I love reading. I
0: love reading. It really expands your, um, your thinking, expands your vocabulary. It just makes you get a whole different perspective or different perspectives on life. Agreed. So read books, read, read, read.
1: Okay, so reverting back. So we're going to go in a whole bunch of different circles because I don't want to like just be on one subject. So reverting back to college. So what is something... What the fuck does this bitch think she is? I am a, I sound like a talk show <clears throat> Reverting back to college. <laughs> I'm fucking, fucking dead. You. Look, first of all, let me relax. <laughs> I ain't saying no damn. I'm not on Oprah. Okay, so what would you tell your 18-year-old self? What do you think oh she gosh. needed to hear that you know now? Be careful with your words.
0: Hmm. and treat people nice because I used to be like a bitch. Not like a bitch, but I used to be like a, like a a Regina George type of bitch. Not like mean like that, but like, messy and like I'm being honest right now like yep. you grow from that shit you understand yeah. that you can't treat people like that you can't create this discomfort because people that create this are only uncomfortable with themselves so I had to learn that damn I'm not comfortable with myself because I'm doing these things I'm projecting these things um so I definitely would tell my 18 year old self to be careful with how you treat people because it comes back uh watch your words and you don't know everything like my 18 year old self was definitely thought I knew everything yeah so I yeah. feel like when you're 18, like, a- at the age...
1: And don't thank certain niggas that you dated Diamond at 18 years old, please. Louder. But I can't take that back, so. <laughs> As you get older, I feel like you still, like, feeding your inner child. There's so Definitely. many things, and growth is every damn day. Definitely. Because um, 18, like, if you're not dumb, it's... Or not dumb, but... Because I don't think you have to be dumb to grow. I think it's it's so many different things that you could be like, even a year later, you're like, what the fuck what was, was I, I thinking? Doing? Come on. Yes. Like last year, I'm just like, girl, what the hell yes. is going on? Yes. Okay. <laughs>
0: and that's what growth is though.
1: Every day. So what's something that makes you emotional? Like as soon as you hear it, you just like, ah, oh, that shit hit me right in the fucking throat.
0: Like, census, senseless killings. Like, this last thing with America. I literally shed tears over this. Like, oh, wow. over the fact that we have white terrorism and people are being murdered for no reason. Like, those cases, like the Tamara Rice cases, oh. those cases really touch me. Yeah. Because it's like, this is so senseless to me. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, and these people are dying for no, no reason. No fucking reason. So, um... That and I don't like seeing my mom cry. Um, some movies like A Fall in, my, a Fall in Our Stars, <gasps> I, that I cried. That's a movie I definitely cried on.
1: That book will fuck you up?
0: Um, just seeing other people hurt, I don't know. That
1: just really makes me like really emotional. Do you cry when other people are crying?
0: Yeah, sometimes, but it takes a lot for me to cry. It really, yeah, does. like but you have to be feeling you. it, you know?
1: Yep, I feel that because you are very emotional. So, what is your true definition of love like if you had to say like love to me is this
0: love is definitely growth and reciprocation mm-hmm. um and compromise i think you can't have love without those three things and trust of course but love is just l- loving someone where they're at mm-hmm. and also wanting to you know add value to them add value to their life and actually caring about their life and the other person caring as well like it's it's really a value thing for me because if you can't um, serve me or feed me in the way that expands my growth,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you—that's not love. You know, love is supposed to feel
1: good and it's supposed to be a growing thing. And love like lately is is working through the heart the people that you love the hardest is the, is the people that have grown and been is patient with you yes. as you need it those yes. people it's not just the the good things it's the bad things too yes. like how you said the growth the growth the growth The growth is not
0: um, only a positive thing because you have to take the good with the bad because and in, in love you're going to you know you're not going to always agree with your partner you guys are not always going to have good times but that's how you grow when you guys can have those conversations with each other and understand what just took place and then grow from them. So it won't take place again, you know, yep. so things like that growth.
1: Yep. Okay. So what is a day? What is a day in the life of diamond look like?
0: So I wake up, i be up early as fuck. Like all my friends. Yes, like. she
1: fucking does. <laughs> this be up with me.
0: All my friends make fun of me. Cause I be up at like the crack of dawn, like five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> But I've just got so accustomed to that schedule because I start work at 7 a.m. and I go work with these crazy-ass patients. Shout-out to my patients out there. <laughs> on oh, my bed, bitch. <laughs> I work uh, in a mental mentally ill psych ward. So um, that's from 7, to 7 until the time that I'm off. And then after that, I'm just, like, working on my brand or if I have an event to go to. I, have a, I go to a lot of events. hmm I hang out with my friends. I visit my mom, my family. Um, But an average day would definitely be me going to work, Mm -hmm. coming home, working on my brand. And uh, if I have an event to go to or a photo shoot or something to do like that, then I'll do it.
1: Okay. And this smoking weed. Okay. So this one is, is, it might be, it may take a while. So let me know if we need to come back what is your biggest fear like Ooh. like something that's not like oh i fucking hate spiders but something that you like i am not really reaching of my full potential not mm-hmm. really
0: serving my purpose like that's really a fear of mine like mm-hmm. i have to succeed like i have to fulfill my purpose and i won't stop okay like i'm not stopping until my purpose is fulfilled or until um my potential is reached and I feel like my potential will never be reached until the day I die. So it's mm. like, my purpose has to be like, I'm a, I'm really fearful of that. I don't want to fear it, but it's there.
1: Do you know what your purpose is?
0: I really feel like my purpose is definitely in serving other people or just same. you know what I'm doing right now? Just entertainment, not only entertainment, but advice, e- expanding your thoughts, shifting the culture, like, <laughs> I feel like that's really a part of my purpose.
1: Okay. I don't know. So we're going to... Re- I was about to say revert. I ain't going to have her fucking make fun of me <laughs> any fucking more. I love you. Okay. So what do you think your toxic traits are in dating? Yikes. Like, you like, I know that this is something I need to work on because it's so fucking bad.
0: Oh, my God. That's such a good question. And pac- I'm not a patient person. When it comes to dating, yeah. like I've learned this, cause mm-hmm. this is why I just be like, okay, you gotta go, nigga. Um, <laughs> I'm really impatient with mm-hmm. a person um, that's very toxic because it's like, damn, you ain't get this nigga a chance. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't even get the chance. <laughs> um, so my in, my impatience is definitely one. Um, I'm also very like, what is the word I'm looking for? I complain about communication a lot, and it's like I be I can do better with communication mm-hmm. as well. Like my communication is not the best, and I know that it's self serving sometimes. Okay. Um, I can be very selfish sometimes mm-hmm. in that aspect. Yeah. So my impatience, communication, and my pussy is really too good. Like that's really a toxic. trait. go to hell. Go to hell. Go to hell no I'm just kidding Uh, the third one can definitely be like I kind of have like a wall up because like I have to really trust you to let you in Mm -hmm. like I have to really know that you are someone I can trust in in order to let you in so you know how some people are just like just tell all their business I'm really reserved in that area so you have to really dig deep for me like ask me questions like you have to really open up for me Mm -hmm. in a relationship because I'm not going to just be the one just being open so I really want Mm -hmm. you to Kind of like serve me in that area, just ask me questions, try to just dig deep. So impatience, self-serving communication, and my wall. I have a little wall. up.
1: So you need a a patient man that's very very open with loving you. And I feel like then you'll feel safe and you'll just fall. Yes. That is the fucking dream. Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, look at you. Look. Okay, so what sign can you say has given you the best sex? Oh my god, dude.
0: I can't say this right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you gonna void that one? Can I plead the fifth on that? Okay, because I don't want none of my niggas hurt. You know, you, you I love know y'all what? Niggas. I love y'all. <laughs> okay, so we gonna go more general then, because okay. I can't fucking stand you. What are the? So this is a. <laughs> Sorry. It's a two for one okay. question. So what are the sexiest traits in a man and what is the big what is your biggest turnoffs? I really
0: love a man's voice.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my God. If you have a
0: deep voice, oh my goodness. I love that. And I love how they walk, like the walk.
1: Okay. And the voice. Like, that just means a lot to me. So, that, the sexiest one. What, okay. what was the other question? Okay, so, and what's something that's like, I will never fuck you. Like, this is a huge instant turn off for me. Like, never. I will never. If you up.
0: have dirt under your nails. Oh. yeah. You shouldn't be getting no motherfucking pussy. <laughs> Why do you have dirt under your nails? Right. And if you have poor
1: hygiene. You know what? Because we grow. That's
0: they true. have deodorant down at the flea market <laughs> go get you some deodorant okay <laughs> you pissed off so bitch can't even say <laughs> shit go get you some damn
1: shit fuck I should not meet you on the off day why are you even trying to get some pussy with some nasty ass musty ass oh, okay I'm sorry Because for me up. if you musty I think your dick is musty and it then, gotta be like, musty and your dick
0: should be musty as an organ outside of your body.
1: Right, y'all don't <laughs> Why have does d- your dick stink? <laughs> <laughs> Answer that. Riddle me that. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> I'm dead. We having so much I'm fun. I'm sorry. Okay, so the last question that I have. Oh, so I, I know. So I know we want to get to the mailbag for the people. Okay. This is, I think, a good question to end on. So what makes you the happiest? Like, this is something that I'm like, you like, I am so happy, like.
0: Literally, like, not even to be cliche, I really love waking up. Like, Mm. I love waking up and just knowing, like, all right, I'm gonna get a a step further in my goals. I'm gonna get a step further in my life. I'm about to change my mindset today. Like, I love just waking up and just knowing that I have the free will to just do what the fuck I want to do. You know what I'm saying? And I know I'm gonna do the right things for me. So, Uh I love just waking up, and I'm so grateful for
1: that. Every morning, I just wake up. Yes. Like a bad bitch. Come on, spiritual. <laughs> yes. And that's real. Okay. Those are all the questions that I have.
0: Thank you, Ty Ty.
1: No problem. Thank I'm you. Here. Thank you. This guys. is really fun. Those are really good questions. Yes. Thank you for allowing me to. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's your accent. All right then. <laughs> so um that was really fun to do with Ty we're gonna get into the mailbag the x diamonds dosage segment of the podcast and once again thank you guys so much for submitting your questions and we're gonna get started um so the first question why do men why do the men that I'm involved with never do shit for me I mean they are generous people as I probe about their previous relationships then when it comes to me it's bare minimum then also the next girl they hook up with they do so much for them I always get the bare minimum. So these questions are real questions submitted submitted by my followers um, and my supporters. So she wants to know why men are never doing shit for her. Sweetie, you have to ask. Niggers <laughs> are dumb. You have to literally tell them what you need, what to do, and how to do it. Those other girls are asking and they're getting what they want. A closed mouth is never going to get fed, ever. You have to be so comfortable with your, in yourself and comfortable With asking him or whoever you're dating, asking them to do things for you. And although it may not feel right, your response will let you know what type of person that is. Like, what if you really needed to depend on this man and he can't give you $40? You have to open your mouth and you have to ask. Um, And then if they're not willing to give you any money, you need to move around. Because I feel like a man should be a provider. And it's like, if you can't provide for me, then, I mean, what are we doing here? So try asking. If you're not asking, just try it. And if if you try to ask and DM me again, girl. So the next question. What are you doing when you're not getting personally? I'm sorry. What do you do personally when you're not getting satisfied on all levels? This is a very broad question. Um if you're not being satisfied on any levels in your life none not one you can't even masturbate you really need to take the time to yourself and figure out what the fuck is going on because your head is not in a clear space if you can't even you know have proper sex or you know what i'm saying like have that time to yourself and figure out what the fuck is going on because you're dealing with a lot of shit if you can't get anything accomplished and you're not satisfied on any level of your life. There's something very deep, deeply wrong. Um, That question is very broad. So I'm sorry if I didn't answer it to your liking. I'm so sorry. Submit it again. Third question. A lot of these people want to stay anonymous too and that's okay. (sighs) Okay. This question is really heavy. Um, I'm facing a downhill in life, downhill in life, and I don't know what I should do. I've got low self-esteem. I feel like my body isn't good enough. Because of this problem, I have become extremely aggressive towards other people and other things. So that displacement is obviously an indicator of your own um, self-projection. You really have to, once again, get down to the nitty-gritty. Why are you feeling these things? Are these things that people have been telling you your whole entire life? It's time to really stop labeling yourself and stop feeding into what other people have to say about you. Because you have to really understand where you got these images of yourself from. The low self-esteem, like your body isn't good enough. Like who, who has told you these things? Nobody's opinion matters about you except for yours. It's nobody else's job to like you, but yours. You have to really get in the mirror and own yourself. That is the only way that you can become overcome self, low self-esteem and feeling like you're not good enough. You have to really dig in, start reading, start doing hobbies that you like, find the things that you like. And I promise you, you'll be a happier person once you start getting to the things that you actually like. And get rid of anything that anyone else is saying. It's a journey. You'll get there. Question number four. Do you feel like two people can work out if they view success differently? And if their hustle mentality isn't the same? This is a great question. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't see a couch potato hanging with fucking Beyonce. Like, I just don't see that. So you really have to get someone that's on your level and understand what you're doing, especially if you're an entrepreneur. You have to get someone that understands the entrepreneurship and the requirements of that. You need to get someone that understands what you're trying to do because everyone won't understand your vision but you. So if you have a partner that's kind of like the opposite of you when it comes to work ethic, I would say you need to reevaluate that. Okay. Question number five What is your take on hypergamy? Is that how you pronounce it? Hypergamy. I'm sorry. What is your take on hypergamy and how can a woman attract a provider and a protector when leveling up in the dating world? So hypergamy is um, dating of a higher social class. It's dating. um, Well, gold digging. We would say gold digging, quote unquote. Back in the day, they would really do this way more so than they do it now. Young women would definitely go out and do date men and a higher social status than them just for that stability. Um, And I say, if that's what you're looking for in a man, look for it. Like if that's what works for you, that's what works for you. Just make sure that the man understands like what you need, because you're not going to get that from everyone. You're not going to get a provider or some man that's just spending his money on you. So you need to get a man that's willing to do that because any other man that's not you're going to be looking for that and forcing them to do that and you're going to get frustrated as to why are they not doing this and really you want a man with money so you have to go after the things that you want if that's what you want that's what you want if you want that higher social class you have to hang around the places where these people hang around you have to be at these events that they be around so girl go get you some high class dick (laughs) okay uh question number six How to identify toxic relational traits and break those habits. For us girls who date the same ancient nigga, X diamond Child, you have to understand, you have to really dig deep as to why you're attracted to that toxicity. What's wrong with you? What's inside of you? Why are you attracted to that chaos? Because that's something that you are attracted to. And I'm just going to be 100 with you because you keep attracting the same type of men. It's something that's in you that's attracting these men. And it's men, it's good men that exist. So you being attracted to these ain't shit niggas back to back, back to back. Yes, niggas ain't shit. But you have the choice to make a better decision in a man. And also figure out why am I attracted to this toxicity? Um, because niggas not going to be shit for life. So you need to figure out what's going on with you, sis. Seven. How do you find your true self? Outside of relationships, outside of your family, outside of dating, how do you find your true self? And you know what, this is a really good question. um, Because we are all our own individual selves and we all operate from our own individual experiences, our thoughts, our subconscious, our mind, we operate from those things. So when you continue to identify yourself with other people, like, oh, I'm so-and-so's little sister, Or you identify yourself with a job like, yeah, I am this. I am that. First, the first thing you have to do is stop labeling yourself. You're just a person. (laughs) I am literally. Um, You have to really start reading, start praying, start getting those signs from the universe as to who you truly are. Only, you know, only you have the full potential to understand who you are. Um, You get to choose who you want to be every single day that you wake up. As long, as long as you're being authentic and true to yourself, I would say that you are, you know, on the journey to do so. Awareness, being becoming aware of your traits, your strengths, your weaknesses, your likes, your dislikes. That is a start to knowing your true self, um, knowing what you will and won't allow from people. Um, also, just get back into the reading part of it. It's some good books that you can read. You can read um, The Power of Now by... Eckhart Tolle or you could read A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle and he does a great job explaining like who we truly are at the base of everything what our energy is and you know who we are without identifying ourselves with anything or anyone question number eight after falling out of love with someone do you believe you can fall back in love with them again what's your take on rekindling on flames or backtracking in relationships or redating can we cue hell to the no 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 (laughs) i'm so sorry sweetie but i really don't believe in dipping back into your past i just don't believe it um i think that things happen for a reason um so we can learn a lesson and experience that one person um i don't believe that anything will ever feel the same twice so i'm just gonna leave that right there but if it feels right do what feels right if it doesn't feel right bounce 'Cause sometimes they just want to come back to fuck to see if they can fuck again. Okay, question number nine. If you meet a guy and y'all are dating, do you feel like it should be a time frame on love or rushing the process of the of you? Oh. Rushing the process of you. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. The connection and vibe is mutual. Everything is out on the table. Should there be any limitations on dating? Um I just want to know if there's a such thing as moving too fast, even if mutually you know the connection is legit. Although sometimes the vibe can be vibe can be blinded by the honeymoon stage. Should there still be restrictions, even if it feels good and feels real? That's a good question as far as how the pace that you should move in relationships. I think that it's a situational thing. Um, some people meet and date for three months and get married and spend the rest of their lives together. Some people break up within that time ch- within within that time. So, if it feels right and you feel like this person is honest with you and you feel like things are mutual and things are good on every level and every aspect. Um if they're feeding you emotionally, financially, physically, spiritually and mentally and it's only been a short time frame, I mean, why would you let that go, you know? So just trust your gut, trust your feelings. Um if you feel like something is wrong then it is. So you already know the answer to that question. Do you feel like you're moving too fast or do you feel like you should slow things down or, you know what I'm saying? So I just want you to be really careful with that, how you pace yourself in this relationship. Question number 10. You should talk about how it is to find yourself and or falling in love with yourself as a woman. Um, I kind of just pointed at this earlier as far as finding your true self and just getting to to the bottom root of who you truly are. We are really are everyone is truly their child. like think about think about when you were a child. What were the things that you did and things that fed you before the rest of the world came and told you who to be? You have to really think about those things like I know me as a child. I've always been a curious person. I've always read books, so. You have to get back to who you truly are. Think about your childhood and what fed your soul and how, how free you were. What Who is that? Who is that person? You have to get back to that person. And then as a woman, especially, you have to really assert yourself in this world because they got us fucked up and women are oppressed. So as a woman, you have to really identify yourself, label yourself before anybody else does it out there. Know that you have to have the confidence and the competence to be a full whole person and um, Get down to the root uh, of why you are why you are. And only you can do that. This is what I tell people all the time. You can go see all these therapists. You can do this, you can do that. But you have to really figure out who you are at the end of the day, at the end of the day, instead of anybody else giving you a label, especially as a woman, especially as a woman, because they will try you in this world. What advice would you give women on re- rebuilding their life? start the fuck over um this is a really important question because when we say rebuild i feel like that's such a broad term and such a huge term um rebuild i would say just to rejuvenate your life let's say rejuvenate our lives um because we have things that come alone in our lives and tear us apart we have relationships we have as, as women we have these men we get in relationships with and we lose a sense of ourselves. We have these jobs that we begin to identify ourselves. We only would like these motherfucking jobs. We have family members that always try to doubt us. You know what I'm saying? We have all these things going on as women. It's like to, to rebuild our life, we have to just say, fuck everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to do the things that you want to do. Um, acquire the things that you want to acquire. And you know what I'm saying? Put your foot down somewhere. Because I, I feel like women, um, we have this... This serving nature, this this nurturing thing. So we're always appeasing other people, but we forget about ourselves. So to rebuild yourself, I really want you to get down to the root of how you got to where you got to. Reflect on those experiences. Evaluate those experiences. Because when we say rebuild, that means something has happened. Something traumatic has happened. So you need to get down to the root of things and then evaluate your experiences. What did you learn from those experiences? What will you allow in the future? What will you not allow? And you know what? It's the thing. Knowing what you want and knowing what you don't want is a start to rebuild your life. Start there. Get a journal. Start to write down some things. What do you want? Where do you want to live? You know what I'm saying? Like you have to really just be so intentional about your life. Be intentional about about that that regrowth. Be intentional about rebuilding. Get serious. Get disciplined. 12. Also, I would like to find out how you, How do you use pretty privilege? Pretty girl privilege. Do I need to be a 10 out of 10 pretty? Or do I just need the confidence? You have to be a bad bitch. You have to understand that looks are such a superficial thing. And um, society, of course, will judge us off our looks. But looks are so superficial. And if you can be competent... You can be successful. If you can be competent, if you know what you're doing in the area that you're doing it, you can be successful. And girl, fake it until you make it. Act like you're sexy. Practice at home. Wear some lingerie. Get into you. Get into your confidence. Build and boost your own confidence. Look in the mirror daily and, and know that you are beautiful. Pretty girl privilege, yeah? Yeah. It might be a real thing, but you're also a beautiful person. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to ignore that social media is just a world of just superficial shit. And you're a beautiful person at the end of the day, of, at the end of the day. Get in the mirror and understand who the fuck you are. Thirteen i love for you to talk about the difference between spirituality and religion, the toxicity of organized religion and the black church. I actually did a podcast on this with my homie, L.A. So if you guys have time, go check that out. Um, everyone knows how I, spe- how I feel about spirituality versus religion. I think that religion has definitely become um, an institution more so than anything. I don't think that people even feel safe going into certain churches anymore anymore. Um, I think that spirituality is a very real thing is believing in the universe, believing that we have a karmic universe. I think that religion has taken taken the spirituality out of it and then has made it a monetary consumption thing. Um, I can't trust the church. So it's really hard for me to really go there and praise my God. I think that personal relationships with God. Overcome anything, any institution, any church, your personal relationship with God is good. You're good. You know what it is. And God knows what it is. Fourteen. This question is crazy, actually. I'm in my first poly relationship with a man and a woman who has kids. I love them, but just differently. I'm more sexually attracted to him than her. She doesn't mind it. But during my poly experience, I'm learning I'm still attracted in the desire of the men outside of him. He has to. Why can't I? Thoughts, opinions, speak on it. A lot of people are poly. I'm noticing that a lot of people are becoming poly. Like they have like two girlfriends out here. Like this is not the first time I've ran into something like this. Um, I feel like if you're in a poly relationship and you want to date men outside of your man and his girlfriend, Then have that conversation with him, have that conversation with him and her, because at the same time, you are still in this union, but you seek other things. So you need to have that conversation always be honest and open with your partners. Um, But I would say don't neglect your needs as well. Like if that relationship is not working for you, maybe it's time to move on. You know, like maybe you just have to evaluate things and list the pros and the cons of everything. Um, But definitely have that conversation with him because mama got to have a life, too. Girl, go get that dick. Um, <laughs> Question number 15 How do you go about discussing And managing finances in your relationship Like how do you even start the conversation And when is a good time to bring it up This is such a good question And honestly Damn near marriage Like I don't know if anybody should be putting their finances Together with their I'm single, so I can't really speak on that. But from my outside looking in, I think that marriage should be something where you start to join your finances. But knowing, letting them know how much you make, I don't think that's a big deal until you're in a serious relationship. That's fine. But as far as like joining your finances, that's marriage talk, baby. Next question. Why do you think so many of these relationships aren't lasting nowadays? Um I think that we live in a microwave generation completely with everything that we do. Like, you see these people, they get into relationship after relationship after relationship. It's like, damn, girl, your pussy tied. Your dick hurt. Like, why are you not taking that time for yourself? And I think that's why most relationships don't last. Nobody knows who the fuck they are. Nobody knows who the fuck they are. And they don't know how to feed their their partner what they need because we all have... have different love languages and we all love differently. We all communicate differently. So when you get in a relationship, in a relationship with someone, it's really hard to work out those differences. And that's just what it is. Um, I think that people want something so quick and they want, they see these relationships goals and that's what they want, but they're not taking the time. It takes time to build a relationship with people. You have to slow the fuck down. And even Question yourself, is this the person that you want to be with? Because I feel like the person that you want to be with, you're going to take that time. So take that time. Next. What's your take on doing self-work? What's your take on doing self-work, honoring your commitments and dating? Can you do both if you're growing from a toxic place? Um, Absolutely. I believe you can absolutely date while growing um i think that'll even help you uh, learning like what you like in your relation dating and that that teaches you more about yourself so i think that you just have to pace it you have to do a lot of time management if he wants to go out and you're not available because you want to work on yourself at home or whatever you're doing then that's okay you have to set those boundaries um but i definitely think that you can grow from a toxic place while also dating um, it's actually really important because, like I said, you learn with you what you like and what you don't like. And if, especially if you're coming from a toxic situation with a different person, this is your chance to see something new. This is your chance to see something different. So don't be afraid to go out there and date while you're growing like it's OK. You can do it. Next 18. My question is, would you have a long distance relationship with a man that is everything you wanted a man. And a man, do you think that could work?
1: Personally, <laughs> personally, I don't
0: know. I really don't know about long distance relationships. Like, they really scare me. They really fucking scare me. But if you and your partner, or the the person that want you want to be your partner, want to have as your partner. If y'all are on the same page, then it could work. Like the communication definitely has to be there. The care has to be there. The consistency has to be there. Um, it has to be a really like solid as bond and relationship. Um, you have to really get to know this person in order to trust them, you know the those many miles away um it's really scary but I feel like it can be done Long, long distance relationships work out all the time and they're fine so just see if this is what's really for you first is this a joke whoever submitted this question <laughs> it says help I'm into a Sagittarius <laughs> first of all I'm a Sagittarius and there's absolutely nothing wrong with us thank you very motherfucking much um Sagittarius men I heard I heard of something Totally different though So if you're dating A Sagittarius male That's all I gotta say That's all I gotta say I heard they are really like Whores um, Until they get into A relationship Then they're like Really faithful But I heard that The men are whores But Go for it, girl. They bring some, spon- some spontaneous shitting to your life. So have fun with them. Experience them. Uh, you know if the vibe is off. If the vibe is off, run. Okay, it says, Hi, Diamond. I do have a relationship question, but I would like to remain anonymous. So as of, as of recently... All of my ex-boyfriends had babies this year. I wasn't broken by it until my so-called current boyfriend actually had a baby on me. Damn. Right after I had a miscarriage with our child. I want to know how should I go about healing from this traumatic experience? First of all, my thoughts and my prayers are definitely with you because that is so traumatic um, to have miscarried and then your boyfriend had a baby on you. Wow. How deep is that? Like these niggers. What the fuck? Um, so I just want to tell you to stay strong and stay motivated. Stay determined. Remember your goals. Remember who you are because those things are so important during a traumatic experience. You have to remember who you are and how you talk to yourself during this time. is very important. Um, please do not do any negative self talk. You have to work on healing every single day. You have to set your intentions every single day because you're going to produce what you focus on. So if you want to heal, you have to focus on healing. You cannot continuously live in the past you cannot dwell in these situations you cannot replay this stuff over and over again because you're gonna make yourself sick so try as much to focus on healing because you're gonna get that healing component into your life blessings love to you sister girl next question hello my ex who who we ended on bad terms is about to get married it's killing me inside there are feelings that are still there that that i know is mutual damn hold on not sure how to feel a feel or what to do i'm officially divorced and he feels forced to go through with it any thoughts about this i like to be anonymous you said this married man it feels forced to get married like that's insane to me um but I'm going to be completely honest with you because if he's feels like he's forced to get married and he's still going to go through with it that that's what he wants to do. At the end of the day, if you guys still have feelings for one another and this man is going to marry another woman. Uh, next caller. Um I'm so sorry. I still love you, but I really want you to just lay it out on the table like this man is about to go marry another woman and you're saying that he still has feelings for you. I don't know how valid those feelings could be. So next, um, do you think you could date someone with, who has an incurable disease? What are we talking? Like, what, are we, what are we doing right now? Like, what's going on right now? Uh, <laughs> do you think a prenup can mess up a marriage? Only if she gotta pay him, cause y'all already know I ride and her dad for my sisters, okay? Like Mary J Blige, like she has to pay her broke ass nigga like a I think, think like a thousand or something a month. Like nigga, step your dick game up, nigga. Why is you having a woman fucking take care of you? That's my only thing. That's my only thing right there. Uh, why these niggas ain't shit? Sus, I don't know. Don't know. I'm still figuring out. But you can go read my blogs on diamondsdosh.com to figure out why these niggas ain't like shit. <laughs> Next. Why do long-term friendships end? I think people outgrow each other. I think people grow at different rates too when it can be frustrating because when you don't really know what's going on, like why is this person not doing this or why is this person acting like this? Everyone grows at different rates. Um, I think that it takes an individual person to learn how they can become a better person. You cannot force anybody else to be better. better. Um, so you can't take relationships ending personally, honestly. It's really... I mean, we all play a role in our relationships, but I think friendships end for the most part because you outgrow one another, like period. Oh, this is not really a question, but I'm going to do a podcast on this. So stay tuned for this. It says, can you do please do a segment on women being toxic? I saw your post yesterday and I agree with everything you said. But in some cases, women can be very toxic to situations. I done went through a bad situation with a woman I once was in love with. And I have a friend who's a great man to his brother baby mother and his child, but she wants to do everything to hurt him. I think there should be some type of awareness for that because there are actually some great guys that go that go through fucked up shit with women. And I can definitely attest to this. Like women can be extremely toxic and we can definitely be pointing a finger at the, uh, the other person which is the male of course so i definitely want to hold that thought right there and come back to that for a podcast and let's get into the last question of the motherfucking segment hi diamond you ever had sex with a dude with a dick so big it be feeling like he coming in rearranging your furniture Like, is this healthy? Laugh for serious. Bladder feel like it's where your kidneys at. And stomach pushes up to your lungs. So it's where that dick at. <laughs> Put that dick on the phone. <laughs> I would like to see that dick. <laughs> um, dick so big like that. Yes, I've definitely had a big dick in my life. <laughs> but rearranging the furniture. A lot of times, big dick niggas don't know how to use their dicks. So it could be very uncomfortable for women. Um, Please don't think you just jam your fucking penis in a woman. That's not safe. That's not healthy. Um, Learn how to use your penis. It can be a lot sometimes. Learn how to stroke a woman. Use your hips, please. Hips. Don't use your whole body to fuck. If you have a big penis, you don't really got to do too much. Just learn how to stroke that motherfucker. All right, I think that wraps up the X Diamonds Dosage segment. I don't know. Did you guys like this? Let me know what's up. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Diamonds Dosage Podcast. I love y'all. Be well. This is the end of the season, guys. This is my baby, my first season. So stay tuned for the next season. We have great things to come. Thank you once again. Queen shaping.